This is COVID Connections on the Nile Boylan Show. Classic hits. Right, the country is in disarray today because, of course, as you all know, last week Leo Varadkar mentioned air bridges and by the 9th of July decisions would be made into respect of which countries would be safe to go on holidays. Uh, every other country in Europe has been advised to open its borders by the EU, uh, provided, of course, strict guidelines are put in place, i.e. quarantines from certain countries that have higher rates of infections um, and no quarantines for countries that don't have higher rates. They were thinking of bringing in at one stage a traffic light system. Uh, why would it be green, you know, kind of orange and red, depending on how many infections were in the country? In other words, we were told that certain countries were safe to go to. So, ultimately, people ran out, booked their holidays or rescheduled the already bookings that they had. Then Tony Hoolan put a spanner in the works over the weekend and told everybody, because people listened to him, his personal opinion, to cancel your holidays. Now people are getting back onto the airlines and saying, "Eh, actually, I don't think it's safe after all. I don't want to go. Today is the big day for the airlines, of course. And you heard Ryanair on the news there saying that um, they have... I think 85% of the routes are back open, 40% capacity uh, back open again today, and all the popular holiday destinations are wide open for you to go to. But the government is telling you not to go. Ireland have become a little bit of an outlier because other European countries are welcoming in tourists, and we're saying no. So where do we stand, officially, if we need to get our money back again? Well, to help me out on this, as usual, Sarah Slattery is from the travelexpert.ie. There's loads of great advice, by the way, on our website if you want to go to it. But Sarah, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Niall. Thanks uh, for having me on. Every time we have you on, it has changed again, Sarah. <laughs> Something new has happened. Your mind must be just a mess full of sweetie mice at this stage because, I mean, what are we supposed to do? I mean, so let's say I booked last week, um, you know, because I listened to Leo Varadkar and I took his advice and booked me holidays to Greece or to Portugal or any of those countries that we thought were, that were going to be air bridges. And now all of a sudden, the airline is flying. They're offering me a deal. Ryanair or Erlingus, and the government is saying, I'm sorry, travel advisory, you can't go. Where do I stand if I want to cancel it? Yeah, it's it's so confusing. I mean, I, I, I just when you thought it couldn't possibly get even more confusing, and it did. Um, yeah, where you stand at the moment um, isn't great because if, if you just, if you decide you don't want to travel, you know, what Tony Holohan, you know, telling Ryanair that Tony Holohan said this, that and the other, they're not going to care, you know, or telling an airline that, um, basically, if you decide you, you don't want to travel, you'll lose your money. Um, now, many airlines will allow you to change your dates. Um, depends that some hotels, though, you know, you may have booked a non-refundable room or some hotels may not let you change at this le- last minute. So it is very much down to an individual booking, uh, depending but on what But they have airline. no obligation to do it. Absolutely no, not at all. Um, now, if the government advice against non-essential travel is in place, which it looks like it will be for for the foreseeable um, you, and you have travel insurance you may be able to claim in your travel insurance but that is the only sure way now, of getting in, Now um, let's get to the travel insurance is that only if you've booked it post-COVID-19 so if I booked it in November say for the end of July and I now listen to Tony Holan and I'm saying oh can I move it forward till you know August or September or can I get my money back I have somewhere, some, uh, I suppose I can come back to my insurance company, but if I booked it in the last month, I don't. Is that the way it yeah, works? Yeah, most, now they are talking about bring, bringing out COVID policies now for new bookings, but most really from March until now, most of them didn't cover cancellation due to COVID. So it's unlikely that if you bought your travel insurance after March, I think it was 17th or whatever date in March, it's unlikely that it will be covered. Uh, now most airlines are allowing you change. Uh, Ryanair, like, 
are not. And I think that's where a lot of the the, um, the angst is at the moment. Um, they will only allow you change new bookings. If you booked from the 10th of June to travel last minute, they will let you change those um, bookings to later on in the year. But if you booked, like most people, back in January to go in July and August, uh, and you've booked to travel with Ryanair, you're and going. you want to change <laughs> your date. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's you know, it's, it's really, really unfair. Okay, so you're going or you're losing your money, and that's yeah, basically it. Yeah, you, you, you know, so to change your, especially for families, to try and change the next year, so the change fees are nearly as, as expensive I know. As, mm. um, as the flights. At least Aer Lingus are waiving the changes, or most airlines are waiving the changes. And I think, to be fair on most people, I think most people would, understand, you know, they understand what Tony Holohan is trying to say, albeit the, the timing, you know, couldn't be worse. And the, the mixed messages are, I, I think, are awful. But I think people would understand if they had some sort of comeback, if they were allowed to change their booking, if they weren't losing their money. But, you know, it, it, it's very, you know, hard on people and very annoying when, mm. you know, he's, Tony Holohan stands up and says or tweets, you know, His own opinion, you should cancel your holiday. Yeah. 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 And, and uh, you know, well, are you going to give me my two grand back that I paid? It's all well and good for Tony, who's on a good wage, I'm sure. <laughs> well, know, like, but, but Sarah, OK, the... getting back to the insurance companies and where we stand with them, OK? A lot of people I've talked to since the last time we spoke they've been on to, and I don't want to mention any ones in particular, but we all know the most popular ones, right? And they've been on to their insurance companies. They booked, say, to go away to, I don't know, Spain or Florida, whatever it was, in the middle of May or April. They had to cancel their holidays. They're not having much luck getting their vouchers or whatever. We'll come to that in a second, right? Uh, But they booked their their villas or their their hotels and they can't get the money back there. They get on to their insurance company and the insurance companies are saying, sorry, COVID-19, that's not covered. Uh, Is it covered? If you booked before... Uh, the pandemic started, say, in, you know, December or January, and you booked for the middle of the pandemic, which was April or May, are you entitled to get an insurance refund uh, based on the fact that you cannot get the money back from your accommodation or from your flight or whatever it happens to be? Well, most insurance companies um, that I'm aware of, uh, travel policy, if if you have a, like, if you booked with a travel agency, most of them include a standard um, government travel advice. So if the government says... It's it's avoid uh, against non-essential travel. Yes, and you bought you bought your insurance policy before the middle of March. Yes, you should be able to claim. If you booked online direct with somebody like Multitrip.com, you need to add on um, travel disruption cover at the time. If you have that, then you would also. Yeah, would most um, people have? Would most people have done that? Most people just go for the basic package, wouldn't they? Well, in fairness, at the time when COVID started. Um, mm. there was the, in fairness to multi-trip, I mean, I, I said it myself a few times, they gave people about three or four weeks to say, look, you know, make sure you have travel disruption. You can add it on for seven euros or whatever it was. So there was a lot of publicity at the time. Um, now, that, was was only people, a, that was only after we knew about the pandemic. But if, if it was in December you booked, you didn't, so you're saying you didn't yeah. need to have that travel disruption. Yeah, but they, they told people to, to, to make sure you have it. You know, going forward, they gave a cut-off date even after COVID started. But, um, yeah, I mean, basically, you, you know, you should be covered. But the the other thing to point out is the insurance is the last port of call. And, and if, people are not hearing from these insurance companies, by the way. Somebody else told me the other day that they put in a claim. Um, I won't say which insurance company, but they put one in and they haven't heard anything now in two and a half months. Now, they were told at the start when they put the claim in, it would take some time and to, you know, leave it with them. Uh, there's big delays, obviously. We all expect that. But two yeah. and a half months and they still haven't had a reply yet. Yeah, that that seems long, all right. I mean, I, I know even with regard to refunds, sure, they were supposed to be seven or 14 days and they're taking three and four months as well. Okay, we'll come to um, that. We'll, we'll come to that next. Okay, so the main thing is a lot of people, now we sent an email to Aer Lingus to try and get a statement. Unfortunately, we haven't got anything back yet. 
apart from the fact uh, that they will be getting them in the next coming weeks, but that's what we keep hearing all the time. People uh, who opted for a voucher from Aer Lingus going back yeah. two, three months ago haven't heard a dicky bird. Yeah, well, now, the only thing I will say is I, I was the same position. I was due to go at Easter and I rang them on Sunday night um, and I got through straight away. I think if you pick your time, like eight o'clock in the morning or an evening, you know, Sunday night or Saturday night or something like that. Um, I got through straight away and uh, just as a normal client, like I booked online like everybody else and um, they're able to escalate it. And I've heard a lot of people say that. I saw somebody else tweet today. I rang Aer Lingus and uh, so I would definitely, if somebody hasn't got it yet, I would definitely suggest calling them. Not at like one o'clock in the middle of the day or, you know, um, but I would, you know, choose, choose your time and give them a call and you might be surprised because I was looking at their Twitter account. I'm looking at their Twitter account and, you know, their previous tweet was, you know, that vouchers will be on the way. And there's about five or six hundred replies under it. And it's all people saying, where's my voucher? I applied two and a half months yeah, ago. Well, I haven't I mean, heard a sausage. That, that's also a bit... I mean, vouchers, you would have thought, should be easy enough. You'd imagine uh, to so, process, Whatever about a refund. But the voucher should be easy. Um, I know, obviously, they've had staff issues and had to let people go and stuff. But you would think at this stage they should, the voucher should be out. Uh, but I would definitely tell people to contact them because certainly from what I've heard from people by just putting in a phone call um, that, you know, it can be escalated and if, the, if you haven't, if it's been months since you've, you've, you've heard something. The final uh, question, um, obviously there's a government advisory from the Department of Foreign Affairs not to travel, unlike most other countries which are kind of welcoming tourists. Ireland is a bit of an outlier at the moment. So yeah. if you do go on holidays and you go off to Spain, obviously your European insurance, you know, for hospitals covers you. But in, it, does your holiday insurance cover you because you're now going to a country where you've been told not to go? No, no. Most insurance will be invalidated Um if you travel against government travel advice, as I said, you can get that European health insurance card. Definitely make sure you get that for anybody going yeah, to Europe. Yeah, that's good advice. It's free. It's free. Yeah. It's free. It's, you get the link on the HSE website. Um, and, but, but most travel insurance will be null and void. It's a bit of a catch-22 because if, people, if, if the government lifts the restriction um, against travel advice and say, OK, it's OK to go, and people don't want to travel, they won't be able to claim their insurance then. The only oh, right, reason I they can you. claim their insurance is if that government travel, if, and they don't want to travel, if that government travel advice is in place. So that's a bit of a catch-22. You're kind of damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. Right. Um, the other thing just on the insurance is, it really is, you know, the last port of call. So if, for instance, you know, our lingus are offering a voucher or a travel agent is offering one of those refund credit vouchers, insurance company will kind of see that as a refund. So, they, you know, it's only if it's a case of like, there's no, like the flight is operating, I'm not going, um, and there's against advice and you're not entitled to any kind of refund at all. That's the only way the insurance will kick in. Yeah. So, like, it, it, they will see like that refund that can be exchanged for cash after so many years as cash, which I'm not sure it's technically right, but that's that's what they're well, there's, there's a lot of new rules at the moment. We all know, exactly. we all know that. Yeah. Well, listen, yeah. I know there's all this advice is available on your website, thetravelexpert.ie. If people want to go on there, you can give them a bit of a help. Uh, help and have those loads of Q&As there. Listen, thank you very much indeed, thank Sarah you. Slattery. I appreciate you coming uh, on the air. Okay. All right, I know everybody is in a bit of a quandary at the moment. They don't know what to be doing, where to be going. And if you've already booked, how do I get me bloody money back? Roisin, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Roisin? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. You booked to fly in July. Where were you heading? 
I'm heading. I was booked to fly on the fifth of July next Sunday. Okay. Uh, to Lanzarote, I booked it last September. Okay. And um, two adults and two children, and okay. I paid thirteen hundred and fifty-eight euro for okay. baggage, seats, etc. Not a bad so deal. Booked, Not a bad deal for July. Okay. Yeah, no, that was just flights. Flights only with oh, Ryanair. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Then I had booked my accommodation separately. Um, which um, now the accommodation is closed. I mean, and how did you book that to Airbnb or Booking. dot com? No, through directly with the hotel. Oh, okay, all right, okay. Because I had stayed there last year, so I booked directly with the hotel. So this was all obviously pre-COVID time, etc. Okay. Um, so my hotel is actually not closed, um, and the ninety percent of the hotels in Lanzarote are actually closed. They're not reopening until the first of August. But my own hotel actually isn't opening until the first of October. Okay. So um, now my hotel has moved my accommodation onto next year. There was no charge, um, or else I could actually get a refund. There was no problem there. So obviously, since this, the travel restrictions haven't been lifted, and my travel insurance doesn't cover me. I had a multi trip with um, Just Cover that actually was due to expire in May, and when I was re, um, you know, when I was renewing it, renewing it, they had put in a new exclusion for that I was not covered under any claim caused by caused by or indirectly by COVID. But but then again, you had booked it before that that date, yes. Yeah, so should be still yeah. valid, yeah. Yeah, no, but they said starting on, it wasn't going to be covered. Oh right, okay. So basically, anyway, obviously with the travel restrictions, etc., still in place, you know, we're, I'm not going to travel. Um, so I can't travel. I'm going with the advice. Well, there's nowhere. There's nowhere for you to stay. So I'm just. Yeah. Yeah, nowhere to stay. Either. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I've gone on to Ryanair just to see if I could get to change my flight. I'm, I understand that everyone is trying to get refunds and yeah. it's hard times on everyone. All I want to do is just change my flight to a time when it's safe for me to travel or my family change it on to next year or whatever, or just get a voucher. Um. But they are charging me over seven hundred euro to do it. Seven hundred euro to change the yeah. flights. Yeah. Oh my. So you need to get the flights again for that kind of money, yeah. Well, I actually went in and looked how much it would be to cost to get the flights again, and it was 928 so, euros to fly this time next year. So, so it's only 200 shy of what it would have cost you to rebuy the flights again. That's yes, crazy. And, if, and also, Niall, if you went to buy the flights to fly out on Sunday and fly back on the 19th of July, it would only cost you 368 euros because the flights now are going for 42.99 each way. Right, okay. So you're really in a shock. So, uh, so there's no possible way of you getting a refund because the flight is still going, even though there's nowhere for you to go to. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, which is bizarre. Actually, I don't know why. Why are they flying people out to an island where there's nowhere for them to stay? I just, I don't kind of get that. But there is some hotels open, you said, but very few. Uh, that seems quite unusual. But anyway, uh, because the schedule flight is still running, there is no refund. There is no refund. Right. Okay. Nothing. Yeah. So, so you're down on the deal. No matter what way you look at it, you're going to lose seven hundred quid. Uh, well, at the moment, I'm, I'm, I'm going to lose 1348 if I just leave the flight go and I don't do anything about it, or else if I try and change the flight, I'll, be, I'll be losing 21. Well, I'll be, I'll be gaining a flight for next year, but I've already paid 1350 and I'll also have to pay another nearly 700. Yeah, so you're so. paying 2100 roughly, yeah. Yeah, for, for the, yeah. the two sets of flights, essentially. Yeah. That's and basically, I mean, I'm going on the advice, obviously, and I've gotten onto the Department of Foreign Affairs. I received an email back from them to say, you know, that the, the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade advises against all non-essential travel overseas until further notice. This includes Great Britain, does not apply to Northern Ireland. It also includes all travel by cruise ship. At this stage, we have no indication of when our travel advice may change. And regarding your flight with Ryanair, this is a civil matter. Well, it is a civil matter. It's not to yeah, the government. So, yeah, that's hmm. between you and them. Well, well, if they're giving us the advice and not to travel, why can't they, you know, why can't, or even, why can't Ryanair know that these, obviously, flights were booked when people... 
this pandemic wasn't here. This unfortunately wasn't here. And give people, you know. Well, well, let me let me come back to your insurance again. So you, when you got your, you originally had your insurance before the pandemic, before well, the. I had, yeah, I had a multi trip. Yeah, yeah, I had an insurance. So why isn't so why isn't that covered? I understood if you booked it after the pandemic started, you know, or all the kind of worry started, and obviously the insurance companies have got on the ball and said, "Listen, you know, we're going to have to do something here." So I understand that, but because you booked it before they brought in that extra thing that you had to pay for COVID nineteen uh, disruption, why aren't you covered then by insurance? Surely then the insurance. It would have been sorry, Nile. It would have been a renewal, and in the renewal they said anything relating to COVID would not be covered. Yeah, but your renewal didn't... Your renewal... I mean, your flights and your holiday were all booked long before your renewal, so they would be covered under your policy from last year, not your policy from this year. So sure... That's that's, that's what the email has stated. Well, I would question that, and I would get back to them and say, hold on, this disruption that I am being caused is not covered under my new policy. It's covered under my policy, you know, uh, 2019 to 2020, which was up to the time of renewal because you booked it before the renewal. So it's covered under the old policy, not the new one. Well, at the time when they were asking me for the renewal, they, it had stated, sorry, I understand what you're saying now, that it wouldn't be covered. So I, I was just on the assumption, obviously. And, and I, I understand that from their point of view, hmm. uh, from Multitrip's point of view, and I understand that, that, you know, that going forward, obviously, from their point of view, they would have to cover it's themselves. Just cover with yeah. insurance. Yeah, yeah. But, 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 you, but you booked your flights in your old policy, during your old policy, so surely that should be covered. And I would, I would question that and argue that with them. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, what I'm just questioning is the fact, why can't Ryanair just in light, I mean, I can understand an administration charge in order to change a flight. Hmm. But why charge 700 euro? Why not just even give a nominal fee? I mean, I know that they have, you book them under terms and conditions that they're non-refundable, etc. But these aren't normal circumstances. No, they're not. But the problem for Ryanair is they need cash flow because obviously they've lost a lot of money like every airline. And they would rather have, you know, somebody new booking that flight next year than you changing your flight from this year to next year where they don't make as much money out of you. So so what they're doing is they're hitting people with a change charge. Uh, obviously, to try and get some sort of cash flow, and I, I, I can understand from a business point of view why they're doing that, but it's just unfair on the customers. I understand that. It's totally unfair, and it's yeah. totally unfair that they're it's allowed to happen, and that like other like I mean, Erlingus, they have been quite good with customers. They're given well. I don't. I would argue with that too because I've 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 calls here now from people who've been onto Erlingus trying to get refunds or get vouchers, and they can't get them either. So I wouldn't I wouldn't suggest that Erlingus have been too much better. To be honest with you. Well, they're, they're giving people the right to be able to change their flight. Yeah, well, yes. Yes, you know what I mean? So, I mean, why, I, I Ryanair then are, are turning around and they're allowing customers the right to change their, their flight, um, anyone that booked after the 10th of June. I mean, you know, yeah. 10th of June. Okay. Uh, that seems, also, it, it does seem bizarre because you'd imagine those people who booked after the 10th of June obviously would be in, a, 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 I suppose, not in a better position than you. But listen, I have to be honest with you, Roshi, that's a terrible situation you find yourself in. I hope you get it resolved. Uh, I want to go to Christine as well. Christine, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Christine? Hi, Nine. How's it going? You booked your holiday for August. Yeah, August 21st. Yeah, we booked it in January. Okay. Like everybody else, our holiday's going ahead. So we're, we are to go, we don't go, we lose everything. Right, so if you don't go, you lose your money. If you do go, will you? Well, it's up to you. I mean, you'll have to. Yeah. It depends on the. Where are you going, by the way, again? Um, we're going to Portugal. Okay, well, they may have. By, they're making an announcement, I believe, on the 9th of July. So they may, or they may make it before then. They may have some clarity today, even. Uh, they may include Portugal in an air bridge whereby you wouldn't have to quarantine. Um, would, would you be happy to go? Well, I, I, I'm kind of. I don't know, but my husband wants to go. Like, he just. 
He really wants to go. He thinks that he deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he does. God will bless him. <laughs> and do you think you deserve it? Oh, God, definitely. I suppose yeah, the kids deserve it. I suppose everybody deserves it. You know, I, I, I mean, I understand what Tony Holohan said, and I get yeah. it. And, you know, he's a chief medical officer, and obviously he's thinking with a different hat on him. But I mean, yeah. I mean, looking at, say, for example, Greece at the moment, it's safer than Ireland. Portugal at the moment, they had a bit of a spike there again. But I mean, the cases yeah. are quite low. I mean, I don't see I don't see the difference in being, you know, in Dolly Mountain than Portugal. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, maybe I'm wrong. You know, as long as everybody keeps to the guidelines and people are wearing their masks in certain public places and everybody's keeping a reasonable distance and not on top of each other. I, I don't see the huge. I wouldn't worry about it too much, Christine. But you would take your own advice and whatever you feel safe doing. But of course, at the moment, the government advice is not to travel. I know, I know. It's just, it's just scary and it's just confusing on what to do. Like, yeah. Did you? Well, I suppose the argument is, did we always do what we were told? And probably not. And that's it. That's. Yeah, I think. Yeah, in Irish, I think that's what we do. They tell us not to do it, and we don't do it. We don't do we it. Don't fight very much, do we? Yeah, but your husband is listening today, probably. He deserves a holiday, Christine. He <laughs> Would he go without you? No. He, <laughs> he, he, know, no. he knows better than that. He knows better than that. No, he knows better than well, that. Well, look, you know, and how much money, are you, how much money is at stake? Um, it's, it, the holiday costs 2500 It's a lot of money to throw away, isn't it? It's, it's now, I know, don't get me wrong, yeah. your health is more important than your money, but Absolutely, I think... Yeah. And, you know what, Christine, I would say to you, Leave as is. This is my personal advice. I'm not Tony Holan. Leave it as is. Everything is changing day by day. And I think by the time you get to August, we'll be in a much better position to look at things clearer. I think so as well, yeah. Yeah. I would take take it that you're going. And then at the last minute, if you feel that it's not safe, then you could always just not go. They did uh, say to me, though, um, that if we, you know, there's a chance that Ryanair might let us book for next year, rebook it for next year, but we have to pay a fee. That's only a might. Like, but you um, heard the fee that Roisin was asked for, 700 euro. Yeah, oh 700 God, euro yeah. just to change the flights. That's it. And even at that, if the flight's going ahead, they'll advise us just to go. Yeah. To, now, if they yeah. do cancel the flights in the meantime, if anything happens and we end up in another lockdown situation, yeah. they cancel, which I don't think is going to happen now, uh, they cancel the flights, well, then you'll get your money back anyway. Yeah. Hopefully. All right, well, the best of luck to you and your husband and family. Either enjoy the holiday or enjoy the stay at home, whichever it is. I hope you don't lose your money. Sean, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Sean? How are you? Good afternoon, Sean. Sean, you were booked with Aer Lingus. I was booked with Aer Lingus uh, to fly out on the 2nd of May from Shannon. Okay, where were you going? Lanzarote. Oh, nice, okay. And, um, you know, with the pandemic and all coming on, um, you know, everything was on hold. But uh, I got an email from him that if it was cancelled that you had two options, either uh, forward the, the booking which to another date or apply for a voucher. They were my two. Yeah, your, your voucher, you got 110% of your value or a refund, you got the, just the Something value. Like that, yeah. 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 No, but they were the only two options I got. So, in, uh, I think it was around uh, 90 million maybe or something like that, I applied for the voucher. But after I applied for the voucher, I discovered that I, I could actually have got a refund. I was entitled to a refund. So on the 20th of May, I emailed them looking for... Uh, up the farm and looking for a refund and I heard nothing back and on the 19th of June I eventually got through to them it's impossible to get through to them it is impossible I believe a lot and, of people have said there's a recorded message or something like that yeah. Is, yeah, and you'll probably wait for about an hour if, if, you, if you will wait an hour and um, I spoke to, no, I'm not being racist here uh, Niall, but you know there was no Irish people on the phone ok and, so and, so you found uh, it difficult to understand the person you were talking difficult to difficult to understand that was okay. the, uh, but eventually what I could gather from him was 
that he was upgrading the refund, uh, sorry, the um, voucher to a refund, and right. I would get an email. So I rang him back. I was getting nothing, and I, I rang him actually this morning. I said, I, like that last woman said there, uh, you have to ring early in the morning. And I rang at half seven. And um, I got through to this woman, and she said to me, you're not entitled to a refund. And she was fairly abrupt on the phone and actually hung up. So I rang back again. By the way, do you, know, do you know something? That's not the first time I've heard that. Somebody told me during the week they rang Erlingus, and when they weren't being very cooperative, the person said they were going to, you know, they weren't rude. She said, I wasn't rude to them. I just said, listen, I'm going to take this further to the Aviation Authority unless yeah. uh, I get my, my voucher as requested. And the person hung up on them. Yeah, I, I actually, what I actually said to her was, right, okay, I said, listen to Nile Biden today, I said. Oh, did you? I hope, I did, yeah. I hope she's listening. She shouldn't have hung up on you. That's extremely rude. Yeah, she said, well, look, she said, she, I, I, and again, I have to understand that, but she said, have a good day. And were you rude to her, by the way? Well, I, 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 not in, in, in the, the sense that I didn't use bad language, but what I said to her was, what good is a vulture to me? I said, I don't know when I'm ever going to fly. I'll okay, so you were firm with her. I mean, you're entitled firm, to be firm. Yeah. yeah, I was firm, and I said, look, I don't know if I'll ever use a vulture, I said. I said, how, do I, how long is it going to last? I said, will I ever fly again with their lingers? Will I ever get a chance to fly again? I don't know, I said. I hit paid for something. Like you, I, I, from what I believe, now, I could be corrected on this, and Sarah isn't still with me, you can accept the voucher and get the voucher, and then you can actually ask for a refund for the voucher. From what I believe. Now, I, I, that would have to, somebody can correct me on that if I'm wrong on that, because I believe that is the case. Well, she actually told me, Nile, as I said, look, if I don't ever use the voucher, I don't know if I, if or when I will ever be able to fly again. I don't know, I said. She said, well, it is valid for five years, and if you like, you can change the name in it. Right, okay. Now, uh, that's not much good to me. I mean, I, I think it costs 630 something euro. Now, I have holidays available again later on in the year uh, because I wasn't able to go in May. So, what am I going to do in the meantime? Yeah, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I do understand these airlines, Aer Lingus and Ryanair, particularly here in this country, yeah. obviously, they're our main airlines. They are dealing with an awful lot. They have a cash flow problem. Their staff being let go. They have no money. They're trying to, and I understand all of that. Uh, but in, and I, I got a statement here just from Ryanair while we're on the air. Ryanair has already processed over five hundred million in refunds and vouchers since COVID crisis started mid March. This is over fifty percent of Ryanair's total backlog of COVID cancellations in March and April and May. So in other words, they still got fifty percent to get through. In other words, they obviously have a hundred million to give back to people. Okay, we expect to clear over ninety percent of the remaining backlog of refund requests by the end of July. Now, I imagine Erling is probably in a similar situation. But what I would do in your situation is wait till you get your voucher uh, and then approach them again when everything calms down, Sean, and see can you get a refund from your voucher because I think the Aviation Authority said that they are obliged to do that. Yeah, what she actually said to me was it would be probably in July. Uh, again, you know, you're just... Uh you just don't know what the... What no, the and, and, the, and the, the most frustrating part, Sean, is it's so hard to get through to them. But look, I'm sorry that you, you've gone through that, and I'm sorry you don't even get to go away on holidays. Uh, Lucy, just a final call of this. Lucy, you're on Classic Hits. Aiden, Lucy. Hi, how are you? You booked your flights in March, and you wanted we a refund. Our, we were booked our flights in March, and then the lockdown happened. So who, you, who are you booked with? Uh, with Aer Lingus. Okay. And um, so, um, actually, it was my, my husband and my two sons, and we cost about 2000 Where were you going? Um, where were you supposed uh, we to be? Were go- they were going to Italy. Okay. So, um, we anyway, we got on to Erlingus, and obviously, well, they weren't flying. And uh, at the time, there were only refunds available. Yeah. Um, so, we accepted that. But then we hadn't heard from them, hadn't heard from them. And then my son rang about two and a half weeks ago and waited for a long time. Yeah. And um, eventually got on, and the guy said, "Oh, we could have a refund instead of our voucher." 
okay. so, which was fantastic. Um, so we, uh, anyway, that was fine. Next thing we get an email to say, we were issuing your voucher. And my son got back on by email and said, no, we were on to somebody, didn't get his name. We were getting a refund, yeah. Yes, we were getting a refund. And they came back and said, once the voucher is processed, that we can't have a refund. Right. Well, I've heard conflicting uh, reports in relation to that, that if you do get a a voucher, uh, that you are entitled to then redeem that voucher, provided you do it within one year. Now, that's that's what I heard, but I could be wrong again on that. I'll have to clarify that for people. But that you're entitled to redeem it asked for a, could we have a recording of our phone call that'd yeah. be that's well, the best if, yeah well that's that's terrible that, situation mind you you were lucky to get through to them because most people text again well, saying they can't get through to waiting, them he was waiting about an hour and a half he was on he's sitting at our island with his loudspeaker on yeah. so we were waiting for about an hour and a half right okay so well, hope, mm. well hopefully well hopefully it's, and, and would you not use the voucher do you think well yeah possibly but like I don't really know when and yeah. a 2000 is a lot of money. Oh, it is a lot. That we could do a lot with. You know? it, it's an awful lot of money, Lucy, in, any, in any man's or yeah. woman's terms. Absolutely. Listen, Absolutely. listen Lucy, best I hope of luck. I hope, you get, I hope you get your money back and I hope you get to go away some, at some point in uh, life. But look, I, as far as a lot of people have questions about vouchers, I heard that somewhere. I don't know how true it is. Somebody maybe will clarify it for me, but I think according to the Aviation Authority that if you do accept the voucher, you can later uh, ask for a refund on the voucher to redeem the voucher. But it may not be true. That may not be true at all, okay? So I'm just saying it, okay? Uh, but the, there is a big problem getting vouchers out. I don't know why it's taken so long. Absolutely don't know why. COVID Connections on the Nile Boylan Show. Classic Hits.